Well, it's Christmas. It is officially the most wonderful time of the year, and we're going to be talking all about different Christmas celebrations around the world. 30 is the new fuck yeah. And we're here to support you ladies, femtrepreneurs, and badass lady bosses to live your best life in your 30s. I'm Annika, an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love. And I'm Linda, a perpetual nomad owning travel and world love. And in this podcast, we'll talk about health, dating, running your own business, travel, and everything in between. And of course, yeah, being 30 as fuck. Welcome back, femtrepreneurs, adventurous ladies, and lady bosses in your 30s. We're all very open-minded, not open-minded, internationally minded. So we're going to be discussing the holiday celebrations across the world today. Um, Because, well, I mean, for us Germans, Christmas is over because that was yesterday on the 24th. Um, as it is in a few countries, and in today on the 25th, it's celebrated in other countries. It's a weird thing. It is. It's interesting. I don't know. I really like doing research for this episode because there were a lot of Christmas traditions that I didn't know about, so I, I'm really excited to share those with everyone. I know. The notes were like a novel. What? So. <laughs> they're cool, though. There, has, there was a lot to be said about different countries. <laughs> yeah, no. So strap in, ladies. Like, this is going to be just a bunch of research facts being thrown at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think one of the interesting facts, one of the mo- <laughs> most interesting facts, there's a lot of interesting facts Annika found. <laughs> But one of the most interesting facts is that there is more than 160 countries worldwide that celebrate Christmas. Yeah, which is, I don't know, I I didn't think it would be that quite that many. Like, I was surprised that it was, it was so high. Yeah, there's actually quite a few countries where you wouldn't even think, um, you know, like, that Christianity or Christmas is a big deal. And, you know, they came up on lists of, like, really interesting celebrations they have there. So I learned a lot, too. Yeah, it was cool. Well, uh, we're going to start with uh, Germany, since that's where we're from. And, yeah, we wanted to share, you know, some of the traditions there, because actually from what we found, some of the Christmas traditions that you guys all know started in Germany, which was kind of a surprise to us, too. We're just going to take credit for Christmas, all right? Pretty much, yeah, that's what it all comes down to. (laughs) Just thank Germany. (laughs) Yeah, we invented Christmas. You are welcome. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it was, it was definitely interesting, and I know a lot of it's, like, rooted in, like, pagan, um, celebrations, and that's kind of where the start of Christmas came from, but, yeah, it was funny when we were talking about this, because um, we have the 6th of December is St. Nicholas Day in Germany, and then we also have the 24th of December, which is actually Christmas, and, Growing up there, I mean, I lived there until I was 12 or so. I still remember all of that, but Annika was very surprised by the outcomes of her research. And I was like, don't you remember this? We did all of this. Yeah, because I'm, um, I'm four years younger than Linda. So yeah, when um, we left Germany, I was eight. So it's surprising how much I actually forgot from like certain traditions that we did every year. And, you know, Linda was like, yeah, we did this every year with mom and dad. I'm just like, I, I don't remember that at all. So it was kind of cool. But yeah, so um, Linda, tell us more about the 6th of December and why it's different from Christmas and what we do there. 
Yeah, so the 6th of December, um, like, I'll never forget this, because even when I was a child, I was like, hold up. <laughs> um, but basically, it is um, St. Nicholas Day, which is in Germany more the, I think, what did you say, he comes around on a donkey? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So St. Nicholas goes around the towns of Germany, and um, all the kids have to clean their boots, you have to clean your shoes, and leave them outside your door for him to come by and leave little treats in your shoes, like um, like nuts and chocolates and like gold coins or like chocolate gold coins, that kind of stuff, if you were good and your shoes are clean. Um, I just remember when we were little, we used to just put them outside of our room door and I was like, mm, if it's really St. Nicholas doing this, how's he getting in here? Because, <laughs> you know, it's not the whole Santa Claus coming down the chimney guy, like not at all. So... Yeah, but that, that's the tradition there um, on the 6th of December, and that's very, very separate from actual Christmas, which is, you know, Father Christmas, or I, I want to say it was um, the angel of Christmas that delivers the, um, the, the gifts that day on the 24th. See, I don't remember that again because, you know... My mind was mush when I was eight, so. <laughs> I was young and stupid and just excited by bright lights. So. Yeah, so I just, I, I wish I would remember more of that time. Um, but I, I have seen home movies and stuff like that. And there was, like, a, a Santa that did come on the 24th. And, you know, we all cried and everything in the home movies. So, yeah, because it was terrifying. It was yeah. a giant man coming in here. And they always had, um, they had, oh, it's called a Rute in German. It's like a, basically a thing made out of sticks that they could smack you with if you were bad. Yep, yep. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Christmas in Germany is no joke. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, we're seriously good children. Um, but it should be noted, too, that the uh, December 6th Nicholas tradition with the shoes, that is a... Um, particularly celebrated in the Bavarian region. So not all of Germany does it the same way. Yeah, so it's more in the southern part of Germany. Yeah, which is where we're from, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's quite interesting. And yeah, what was it you found, too, that like the Christmas tree originated from there as well? Yeah, so... Um, well, European pagans started, like, decking the halls with evergreen branches to bring in life during, like, dark winter days, and it was actually uh, medieval Germans that are accredited to starting the whole Christmas tree tradition, um, because they brought in fir trees um, into their home on December 24th, and then the trees were, like, decorated, you know, with candles and whatever else, and that those like paradise trees, as they were called back then, symbolized like the Garden of Eden. Um, and that was like a tradition that didn't really catch on elsewhere in the world until Queen Victoria uh, popularized it by bringing in a Christmas tree with her husband, Prince Albert, um, in 1846. And they decorated the tree. And then that sort of started the whole phenomenon of bringing trees into your home and decorating them for the holidays. You know, I know that, like, especially, like, in just the earlier generations of mankind, like, the Christmas, not the Christmas trees, but, like, the, the pine trees and just basically the things that stayed green throughout winter mm -hmm. were always very, um, like, revered. Yeah. Just because it's, like, you know, that's life during, like, the season of death, basically, because everything dies. And so, like, holly and stuff was always seen as this, like, amazing, like, flower or whatever that would still grow. When nothing else was. I mean, so. it is impressive to think, like, that these, you know, 
plants can survive those tough conditions. Yeah, Mother, Mother Nature is pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, there you go. That is why we now go and chop down trees and put little twinkly lights on them. Like we mentioned, you know, Germany with Christmas is no joke. Um, but there is a tradition in Austria, which I used to think was a joke, and then I learned that it was not a joke. Um, you learned this last, when, when, when did you do this research, like three days ago? No, no, no. I, I knew about <laughs> it like a few years back. But when I first heard it, it was, I can't remember when. It was a long time ago, though. But I was like, that can't be a real thing. Like, I know that Germans and Austrians and everything are intense. It's like we have, you know, um, like a children book that we grew up with, Strube uh, Peter. Like, they're basically just stories of kids who don't listen to their parents and then, like, lose limbs and stuff like that. Or, like, die in a fire because one kid played with matches. Like, those are the kind of children's stories that we grew up with. So, like, we knew right from wrong. (laughs) Like, Suppenpeto, it was like like, the kid refuses to eat his soup, but he basically starves to death. And it's like, well, you gotta eat your soup, kids, (laughs) otherwise you die. Yep, or the kid who runs with scissors and cuts off all his fingers and stuff. Yeah, our kids' stories were not like what is it the the three little bears or something? Yeah, no, we we is that one with Goldilocks, Goldilocks, three little bears, Goldilocks. That's what I was <laughs> Goldilocks has nothing on our stories. Yeah, a little Red Riding Hood, or even um, the original story of what you call it, um, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, that one is kind of messed up. Like, the original version, the one that we got as kids. <laughs> yeah, because, like, don't they, like, shove the, the witch into the fire and she, like, burns alive or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, things are terrifying. <laughs> but anyways, as Annika was saying, yeah, so in Austria, there's this celebration uh, called Krampus, which is basically the evil twin of St. Nicholas, and um, he is said to take the bad kids away in his sack. So, now, the tradition continues by, you know, young men dressing up as Krampus, which is, like, just this evil creature-looking thing, running through the streets and scaring children. Yeah. Now, it, like, when you look up pictures of it, it does kind of look like a weird version of, like, Halloween. Yeah. yeah but it's definitely a Christmas celebration. <laughs> yeah, it's a... <laughs> Merry Christmas. Don't be bad. <laughs> I know. Here, it's like you just get, you know, like, what is it, a lump of coal or something? Yeah, it's like, oh, you were bad. You're <laughs> naughty list, you get some cold. No, it's like, you're going to get taken away from your parents. Uh, yeah, sorry, I just got an email from a client. It's really weird. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. Compost. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Holidays. <laughs> Maybe she's going to end up on the naughty list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are kind of... Um, the the two two big ones that we were touching on but actually christmas is celebrated in many different ways across the world so yeah like um in the philippines actually christmas is a huge deal yeah yeah um and they do a giant lantern festival uh the weekend before christmas which i think is pretty cool you know it started off as like traditionally these small um little lanterns and now it's grown into like these huge elaborate ones um I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. They can be, like, over a meter and a half in diameter now. That's pretty cool. I just remember um, I was watching um, Anthony Bourdain in the Philippines on Christmas, and that's kind of how I learned about that. And Yeah, yeah, I saw that one, too. Right? And, like, uh, office Christmas parties are, like, the biggest deal. Like, the entire month, basically, there's just office Christmas parties, and they sing Christmas songs and stuff, and it's fabulous. Yeah, no, it's cool. 
And actually, I'm sorry, I made a mistake on the size of the lantors. Nowadays, they can be up to around six meters in size. So. The lantors? Lanterns. Call lan- I call lantors. them lanterns. <laughs> Sally said lanterns. Well, I didn't, so. <laughs> okay. But anyways, the lanterns. Six meters in diameter. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this other one that I found, Annika didn't think this was so cool, but I thought this was really neat, um, that in Sweden, <laughs> there's a giant straw goat that's built in, like, the Gavla Main Square, if that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. I probably just butchered it. Um, and they start building that for Advent, which, ooh, total, like, divergent. We're going to have to talk about Advent after this. And um, for some reason, they started to try to burn it down in the 1960s, and so now... There's uh, this annual thing to see if it can be burnt down. And there's even a live stream of it so you can see if it's still standing or not. That part I do think is pretty cool. Like that people are so (laughs) invested that there's actually a live stream video to see like every day if it's still there or not. Yeah, like imagine that. And it's just like a giant star goat, right? Like it's not going anywhere. So every day you can just check in (laughs) and see the main square. What I don't get is, like, is it hard to, like, burn it down? Like, is there security around it and you have to, like, try to get around them to, like, burn it? <laughs> like, is it an obstacle to get there? Or can you just, like, walk up to a straw goat and just, like, light it up? <laughs> Could you imagine if there was? There's, like, barricades and, like, a trench and, like, an alligator-infested lake and you just have to make your way through to, like, try to burn this down. No, I don't think that's... But then it'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I want to live stream like this and I want to watch it. But just to be like, there's a huge straw goat in the city and like can you you know light it up like i don't know it just doesn't somebody see- throw a match at it <laughs> yeah like it just doesn't see it, it is a cool tradition i'm not trying to knock it sweden it is interesting but i just i don't i guess i don't fully understand it <laughs> no i agree with you like i mean if it was like an obstacle course like reality tv show that'd be amazing like you know here we have you know contestant a he tried last year and didn't make it <laughs> Because they say they try to burn it down since the 1960s, but like, what is like, what's stopping you? <laughs> <laughs> I know the way that was written. Like when I read that, I was like, it sounds like it is difficult. But when I looked at the picture, it looks like it's just right there. Yeah, like there's a little ribbon around it. And it's like, well, <laughs> is it that difficult? Or <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I guess I-, I am curious about that one. Maybe I'll have to go to Sweden one day and see it, and then I'll understand fully. <laughs> Yeah, like I was, um, was I in Sweden recently during Christmas time? I, I don't know. So, yeah, I didn't hear about it then. I had no idea. Maybe they already burned it down. It was already long gone. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It depends on where I was in Sweden, too. It didn't say Stockholm, so I don't know. Maybe you should have done more research. <laughs> I probably should have done, yes. Because I have questions about this one. <laughs> There's so many unanswered questions, Sweden. What's going on? I know. Sweden, we're coming back to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do more research. So that's that's on us. But um It is still interesting. No, definitely. So back to Advent, and this is kind of gonna like we're all over the board here because we're moving back to like Germany now. Just for a second. Join us. <laughs> we're gonna go back. Um because Advent is actually um it's like a monthly celebration as well that happens during the month of December because the first Sunday is the first Advent and then you have the second Sunday is the second Advent and um you know we all know Advent calendars that's a big thing where you know you count down the days to Christmas but Advent itself is separate where I remember growing up we used to like you have a wreath 
um, on your table and it has four candles and each Sunday you would light, you know, just one candle or on the second advent two and on the third three and you'd have some like amazing like fruit tea. Mm, with... I miss that so much. Oh my gosh, it was the sugar because it was like sugar rocks basically mm-hmm. that we put in there and we only had it during Advent. So it was like this really special treat and yeah. Yeah, we would have um, like our mom would put out these little uh, plates of like nuts and oranges and some cookies and then we had that tea. And I don't know, that is one memory from Christmas that I will always cherish. Like the, you know, the little icicle lights on the stairs and that tea and everything. Yeah. At least you remember something. That's good. Yeah. No, do you remember those icicle lights mom always put Oh, yeah, upstairs? no, I do. Yeah. Oh, they were so 80s, because they were like, <laughs> they're like, when we say icicle lights, they're not like the icicle lights of what they look like now when you see houses decorated. Like, they were legit icicles, <laughs> yeah. like, out of, like, just giant plastic icicles with, like, a massive light bulb in the middle. I really like, liked those, on. though. They were nice. Yeah, it was very <laughs> 80s, but it was awesome. Okay, moving on. So, Annika, you... Um, yeah, so one place that I, like, was really surprised by a tradition that they still do. Not everyone does it anymore, but they, um, a lot of people still follow this, is in Norway, which is that people end up hiding their brooms um, because ages ago they believed that, like, uh, witches and evil spirits would come out around, um, you know, December and they are around Christmas Eve, and they would go looking for your brooms to ride, like witches, you know, so they can, like, ride off wherever Into witches where, wherever <laughs> witches go. <laughs> so people in Norway started hiding their brooms um, so that the evil spirits couldn't get to it. And I just think it's fascinating that, you know, all these years later, people are still following that tradition. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that one, too. All right, it looks like we have time for one more. Oh, um, which one should we choose? They're both so good. I think... What's the other one? Well, we have J- uh, Japan or Toronto, but I think Japan. Oh, definitely Japan. The only reason... Okay, so I put <laughs> this article I was reading about, like, Christmas in Toronto. I just thought it was hilarious because... Um, so they have this light festival. Um, it's, like, the annual Cavalcade of Lights. This is the official start of the holiday season there. And the square and Christmas trees are illuminated by more than 300,000 energy-efficient LED lights. And I just thought it was amazing. It's like energy-efficient LED lights. They had to specify that because it's just so Canada. They're just so nice. I know. Like, we we care about the environment. Look, they're all energy-efficient light bulbs. (laughs) Yay, Christmas. I know. Canada's, like, got their shit together. Yeah, so that was cool. Anyways, yes. So, Japan. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, in Japan, um, they do celebrate Christmas, but it isn't Christmas in the sense of, like, yay holiday. It's more of, like, a celebration for, um, oh, my God, for, like, younger... I can't talk right now. You take over. (laughs) I was going to say, you just lost the plot there. Because what is... It's not... um... It's not seen as a religious holiday. Um, There you go. Yeah, it's focused on spreading happiness. Um, And then Christmas Eve is seen as a romantic day for, like, young couples to exchange gifts. Yeah, and it's all more about, like, just sharing and giving and all of that, right? Like, it's more, like, about the essence of Christmas, which I think is awesome. Yeah, and, like, for Christmas Eve, they really like to look at Christmas lights and have a romantic meal, which is at Linda. (laughs) Well, apparently, it's a KFC Christmas meal. That's the thing, right? Like, that's becoming a tradition recently. Mm-hmm. Like, KFC comes out with these, like, special meal deals for Christmas. Because <laughs> that's what people do. They get KFC. Yeah. So. They love their fried chicken as their Christmas <laughs> dinner. Yeah. Which is really random. But there you go. So, 
I hope some of this was interesting for you guys. Um, however you are celebrating today or celebrated yesterday or whatever you might be celebrating, I hope that, you know, you embrace the spirit of giving and joy and happiness that this season is all about. And yeah, I think our next episode is going to be, I think, in the new year, maybe. I don't know. I, th- no. I think. No. It has no. to be, right? No. Are we in the new year for the next one? We are. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, this is the last episode <laughs> of the year as well. Yeah, we, we know what's going on, guys. <laughs> Dude, we're so on top of our shit. You don't even know. Um, so, yeah, we will see you guys again on January 1st. We're going to start the year off, right? We're going to be talking probably about just New Year's stuff. So, yeah, until then, um, enjoy the holidays, ladies. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Peace. Bye. <laughs>